0: Hello, and welcome to the Meet the UB MBA Ambassadors, a conversation dedicated to providing prospective students with an opportunity to hear from our current students. My name is Aaron Shaw. I'm the Assistant Director of Recruitment for our full-time MBA and MS programs here at the University University at Buffalo School of Management, excuse me. And I have the pleasure of being joined today by my co-host and MBA program faculty director, Professor Timothy Maines. Tim, thanks for joining. Hello, and Dr. Maines may look familiar to some of you in the audience. We recorded some segments earlier in the year where he was gracious enough to provide us an inside look at his life as the faculty director of the MBA program. So if you haven't already watched or listened to those, do yourself a favor and check them out in our digital library. Uh, now, please join me in welcoming the stars of the show, Catherine, Sivarama, Tyler, Hamani, and Matthew, some of our current UB MBA ambassadors and a good mix of both first and second year students. Ambassadors, welcome and thanks for being here. Now, this is our, our, actually our third segment of this particular series. Um, previous segments, we've covered things like culture, community, uh, career resources, and curriculum. But now we're gonna go beyond the academics and, and talk about the fun stuff. Um, so without further ado, I'm gonna hand it back over to Tim. Um, and we're going to get to know our ambassadors a little bit more. Tim?
1: Okay, thanks, Aaron. Um, and uh, thank you to the, uh, the ambassadors who are here with us. And uh, looking forward to learning uh, some fun, uh, fun facts about each of you. Uh, and hopefully those are things that I, I didn't know before. Uh, so I'll, I'll gain some new insight. Um, so the first question is just kind of a general one. I'll ask it uh, of, of all of you. Um, and uh, if we could just kind of take turns here, responding to it, and we'll go in the order that uh, folks appear on my screen here. So we'll start with Himani, and then go to Catherine, and then Matt, Tyler, and Sivarama. So just remember who you follow, uh, and uh, and you can go after them. So I, the first one is to uh, the first question I'd like to ask is is what is it that what makes makes you sort of unique uh, relative to uh say a traditional or an average mba student uh, so if anything comes to mind on on that front what is it about you that's different than other mba students himani uh,
2: well uh i would like to answer this question by saying that i have developed uh, a very strong management communication past few months i have really worked on that and people skill is something which i um, have picked up And I believe that I I play on it as a strength now. So that's my answer.
1: Okay, great. Catherine.
3: Um, I think three different things make me unique uh, to the MBA program. First of all, I am a woman. Um, I think that the MBA program is about 60-40. So there are still more men um, as traditionally as an MBA. I'm also a mom. Um, I am a little bit older than um, my classmates, and I, you know, waited until my daughter was, you know, about eight years old before I s- decided to go back to school. And lastly, um, I studied art history and French in my undergrad, so I didn't, you know, I don't come from a quantitative or a business background whatsoever. I've worked in museums for the past decade, so, um, but I feel welcome and at home at the MBA program. And my first semester has been, has gone really well. Thanks.
1: Yeah, great. Thank you, Catherine.
4: Matt. Yeah, thanks, Tim. I think two things that set me apart. One is I have done a lot in the nonprofit sector and um, especially bringing nonprofit experience. Not that MBA students aren't community focused as, that sense. But I think there's more of a, a corporate focus in MBA program. So being someone who's really focused on social innovation and wanting to work in the nonprofit field, I think that's something that's different. Also, I bake. Uh, my other passion is like baking in on, on my own pastry shop. So I bring that aspect. My group mates love it because I often bring lots of desserts to them during our meetings, um, if it's chocolate or, or apple bars. So
1: Boy, I, I, you know, uh, at, at the outset, I said that I was looking forward to getting uh, unique insights that I, you know, new things about about each of you. And what I'm most disappointed about here is that. I have never had a pastry, you know, uh, that uh, all I'm saying is, Matt, look, you were in my class last semester. I mean, you know, uh, bribery through the form of pastries was, uh, could have been on the table. <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks for sharing sharing that. Uh, Tyler.
5: Awesome. Uh, very interesting fact so far. Uh, one unique fact about myself is that I'm very tall, I'm six foot six, and so I'm going to be much taller than most of my NBA peers. Uh, And along with that, uh, I really enjoy playing beach volleyball. That's my passion outside of uh, schoolwork. Uh, But another unique fact is that I did my undergrad in human resources with some other classwork in computer information systems. And so I really took the MBA as an opportunity to pivot my career and focus on consulting and data analytics. Uh, So not too many uh, MBAs come in with that HR background, but I do find it's extremely valuable uh, throughout the coursework and also applying that to my future uh, career opportunities.
1: Yeah. And you, you were away from the undergrad for a while. There was, there was a a space between as well, just like, like Catherine, maybe not quite as many years, right. But you were out for a while.
5: Correct. Yeah. And I found that a good chunk of our MBA course had a similar experience uh, in that they took a few years to explore their career opportunities and then decided to re-enroll in the MBA program.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
6: Great. Thanks for sharing Tyler.
1: Uh, Sivarama
6: awesome yeah for me the unique things about me is like i did my undergrad in computer science and engineering after that uh, i did a a job in a multinational company Uh, so my work is about the uh, robotic processing i'm also an international student i am from india and now i am in u.s a fun part is like i'm an avid a dog lover i love dogs and I am an adventure a sport person. I love uh, doing adventurous things. So like
1: uh, mountain climbing or rappelling, that those kinds of
6: adventure sports, or yeah, like I did scuba many times. Like my favorite sport is scuba diving. Cool. And 15 days before, like me along with some of my MBA classmates went to Eternal Flames. It's a okay. hiking thing. Yes, any, it's nearby Buffalo, mm-hmm. and I allowed it.
1: Yeah, that's a great hike. So for those who uh, may be tuning in, uh, there's a hike mm-hmm. near Buffalo here where there's a um, uh, kind of a fissure through the rock, uh, and you can hike to this place. And there's uh, kind of a cascade, not a waterfall, but the water comes down kind of a steep embankment. And there's a little alcove ca- carved back in underneath that cascade of water where there's a fissure, like a kind of a crack in the rock and up through that crack uh, comes natural gas. And if you light it on fire, it'll, it'll stay on fire, even though it's behind the water. So it's like kind of a really cool feature and a fun hike to do. Uh, Thanks for sharing Sivarama. Uh, Now I want to, I've got a couple of uh, a, a few questions, a couple's not not enough, but I've got a few questions uh, that I like, I'd like to direct to, to individuals here. So uh, Catherine, if we could start with you and tell us, um, I think that maybe you are among the more traveled of the uh, students in our program. Uh, you may not feel that way, but that's how we feel about you. Um, and uh, just curious if you have a favorite place in the world.
3: Well, um, I guess first and foremost, I should say the El Alfiero Center at UB. Um, you know, I think that's all of our favorite places in the world. If we
1: were judging Um, that by the amount of time we spend there.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Um, I've, you know, I've had the privilege and opportunity to travel to many countries, but I would really have to say that Buffalo is my favorite place because my family is here. Um, Not only my husband and daughter, but, you know, our parents and my in-laws. So lots of family here and it's always good to feel like you're at home.
0: Yeah,
1: great. Thank you for sharing that. Um, let's go to Sivarama, and Sivarama, if you could tell us, you're you're an international student, so you're coming to us from another country, and uh, probably uh, you know there's a lot of cultural change and so on as you as you encounter this the, this experience in Buffalo, New York. Uh, and I'm just curious, what what is it that you have come to love the most about
6: Buffalo? The first thing is cultural experience, like. In Buffalo, uh, right now I'm I'm experiencing a different cultures, you know. Like same in, so, in so, so for example, in our classroom, there are people from different countries. Like we we talk with them, we exchange our cultures. And the second thing is the people in Buffalo are very friendly. And the third thing is the climate. I would allow to experience the snow. You <laughs> that is the third thing yeah and the fourth like, yeah and there's one more for, thing the for food. those who
1: maybe are you know not uh, who are tuning in not from buffalo we do get some snow uh and uh, but there's lots of fun fun things to do with that snow uh if you're willing to explore uh sorry i interrupted Sivarama. coming yeah, back to I you know for, your, for your last point
6: yeah my fourth thing is the food the food is like we so we like to experience our different kinds of foods mm. every food is available in buffalo you know
2: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. There's a lot of varieties of, of yeah. different kinds of food that you can get here. Uh, thank you for sharing that, Sivarama. Ty, let's come to you next. And uh, I'm curious, you know, the MBA program, any, any, any MBA program would be, this would be true, but, you know, it can be stressful at points. So uh, I'd love to hear what you do to uh, find relaxation, to recharge your batteries, to kind of get ready uh, and make sure you're, you're at your best for the
5: program. Sure that's a good question. Uh, So some of my hobbies outside of playing beach volleyball, I really enjoy biking uh, and there's a lot of really great uh, biking uh, not only lanes in downtown Buffalo but also paths and trails to go on. Uh, There are trails that go all the way up to Niagara Falls which is very close to us and that's always a fun trip as well. Uh, I've also met others in the MBA program who enjoy cycling and so we'll often do a weekend trip or go hiking uh, go down to Letchworth, which is about an hour away, which is a beautiful place to go in the fall uh, mm-hmm. to see the leaves changing colors. So, getting outside in nature, uh, going to a Bills game, uh, going to grab a drink at a bar with some of my MBA cohorts, or some chicken wings—these uh, are some of the things that uh, get my mind off the MBA program and allow me to interact with friends in a really healthy way.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, there's a lot of there are a lot of outdoor. Uh, activities for those who are interested in that kind of thing around buffalo the hiking the, the cycling the, the paths uh skiing so on there's lots of really uh, fun things to do that way uh himani um i want to come to you next with a question about um when you graduate from uh the university at buffalo uh what if you were just to point to one thing i might give you two but if you uh um what one or two things would you will you miss the most about um, being a student at ub Uh,
2: because you gave me two i'll use the umbrella terms okay so first of all i'll miss the ub campus Hmm. Uh, i have never been uh this close to nature it is such a beautiful place to live in and uh, the one thing that i would obviously miss is my ub family Um, It is my first time away from my family, Uh, so I made all the efforts uh, in this community to build relationships with People within UB, outside UB, and now I have a family here. So I will miss that family. I will miss Tyler bringing in sweets uh, in our get togethers. So I will miss um, having tried different things and how just generally people live in uh, Buffalo. So it, ha- it has been an overwhelming experience for me. And I will miss every part of it. Every part of it. I will miss having um, animals. Taking classes with us, having dogs taking classes with us uh, in the courses on Zoom. So uh, that's just so amazing. Um, so I will miss every part of it. I can stop, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's
1: more than that's more than two, Hamani. So I'm gonna stop you. Uh, just kidding. Yeah, thank you for sharing. And I will say this, Hamani: You're always gonna be a part of the UB family. Now uh, you'll be on an alum of our program. And uh, we hope that you'll stay involved and connected and, and help, to, uh, help to cultivate the next generation of leaders that graduate from our programs. And in that sense, uh, and, and just uh, from, from being a graduate of our programs, you're always gonna be a part of the family. So, uh, so that part, you don't have to say goodbye to. Uh, part of being a student, you do have to move on from, but that part, you don't have to, you don't have to move on from entirely let's see I'm let's
2: uh, it is my pleasure to come back it is my pleasure to come back thank you so much yeah uh,
1: let's go to matt for the final word here uh and ask uh what what's the best advice you've ever received uh you know and this could be general it could be about the MBA program in particular it could be about a ca- career uh relationships i don't i don't know whatever direction you want to take this
4: I think the best advice I've ever received, and I also give it myself now, is to always just take as many opportunities as possible. Like say say no to as little as you can, because throughout my time at UB and undergrad, as well as the MBA program, just saying yes to so many things has opened so many doors. UB really allows students to to be ambitious and then take that ambition and use it for for good as as I hope to, to do one day. So I think really just saying yes to as much as you can um, not, not overworking yourself, knowing when to say no and not being burnt out, but but taking on as many opportunities as possible.
1: Yeah. And I can attest to to the fact that Matt has has done that. He has lived that advice uh, um, uh, and does a lot of tremendously good things. and I, and I think what's maybe unique here what you're touching on Matt, is that um, at UB in particular, that there's opportunities for students to, be creative and to sort of be a founder of, of things uh, so they can take initiative and start something. I'm just thinking of, for example, Matt, that uh, the, the, uh, the initiative you uh, championed to uh, develop a wardrobe, uh, you know, sort of a, a, um, a closet of clothing for, for underprivileged students who may not have a suit for or, or you know, uh, you know A blouse that's appropriate for wearing to a job interview, um, and uh, and getting volunteers to donate to that. I mean, you know, something that's uh, a wonderful uh, service to provide, and and uh, student led, and uh, and there's just opportunities like that all over the place where students are, uh, and and that faculty administration would find ways to be supportive of of those initiatives as well. So. Uh, yeah, so thank you for sharing that advice. I think it's good, good advice to, uh, to follow. And um, so I, th- I think that concludes our our third segment here. I'll turn the time back to Aaron.
0: Yeah, and what a great place to uh, to wrap up here. So thank you to, to Tim, thank you to the ambassadors uh, for providing us some tremendous insight into your lives and, and really going beyond, the, the career and the academic focus and talking about some of the, the funner aspects uh, of the ubmba MBA program of, and in you as, as individuals. Uh, to our audience, uh, we're glad that you're considering the UBMBA program, uh, but we want to hear from you. We want you to stay connected. So at this point, I encourage you to take out your cell phone, open up the camera, wave it over that QR code Um, And doing so is going to take you to a laundry list of opportunities to stay connected, ranging from scheduling one-on-one admissions, advisement appointments, registering for recruiting events, browsing our website and social media channels, uh, as well as access to our digital library, where you'll find this conversation and so many other conversations that have been previously recorded. So I encourage you to check those all out. Uh, We certainly look forward to future conversations and the potential of welcoming you to the UB School of Management family. Uh, But for now, take care and bye-bye. Hello, and welcome to the Meet the UB MBA Ambassadors, a conversation dedicated to providing prospective students with an opportunity to hear from our current students. My name is Aaron Shaw. I'm the Assistant Director of Recruitment for our full-time MBA and MS programs here at the University at Buffalo School of Management. And I'll be co-hosting today along with MBA program director, Professor Timothy Maines. Hi, Tim. Welcome. Hello. And Dr. Maines may look familiar to some of you in the audience. We recorded some segments earlier in the year where he was gracious enough to provide us with an inside look at his life as the faculty director of the UB MBA program. So if you haven't already watched or listened to those segments, do yourself a favor and check them out in our digital library. Now please join me in welcoming the stars of the show, Catherine, Sivarama, Tyler, Himani, and Matthew, some of our current student ambassadors and a good mix of both first and second year MBAs. Welcome all, and thank you for being here. All right, so this being our second segment that we're covering, uh, we're going to talk about curriculum, clubs, and career services And whether it is our in-demand curriculum learning and growth opportunities associated with our student clubs, organizations, and activities, or the tremendous advantages provided by our exclusive Career Resource Center known to us as the CRC, know that the UB MBA program and the School of Management offers a full life cycle approach to career advancement. Here now to provide some more insight regarding those topics, once again, our current student ambassadors, Tim.
1: Thank you, Aaron, and welcome, student ambassadors. Uh, And uh, uh, so, for this for this segment, I wanted to start with kind of a broad question, Uh, and it's your. I'm going to ask each of you for your favorite uh, to report your favorite class. And um, being the faculty member who teaches the organizational behavior class, I would not be offended at all if you wanted to say it was organizational behavior. But of course, I would also understand if it's, if it's not organizational behavior, uh, that can be forgiven. Uh, and uh, I will still respect and, uh, each of you for, for your choices. Uh, so let's just start with Sivarama and then Catherine, if you could just remember who you follow. So Sivarama, Catherine, Tyler, Matt, and then Himani. Uh, tell us your favorite class and
6: uh, why. I have two favorite classes in my first year MBA. The first class is uh, a Professor Tim's organizational behavior class. The reason why I like organizational behavior classes, it is very much interactive. And the professor is so gracious and he is very helpful. You know, it won't feel like you're interacting with a professor like who is very strict or something like that. It will be casual, but up to the point, like, like the professor, no, so always tries to interact with the students. Like so, if there are some students in the class who are not interacting much. So Professor Tim will be like uh, giving a chance to them to speak uh, what is in their mind. And it will be absolutely OK if it is uh, wrong or something like that. It is very interactive class. So that's why I like organizational behavior. And my second favorite class is a professor checks marketing class. The marketing class is very funny. Like our Professor Chuck will make that thing, the a teachings in so in a very funny manner, and which is liked by the class. And his slang, his wordings are, are very nice. And like it'll be up to the point, but in a lot funnier way. So I like these two classes very much. So uh, uh, you enjoy Professor Lindsay's um, humor and uh,
1: sort of yeah. uh, good natured, uh, uh, sort of going back and forth. Yeah, that's great. Um, and uh, uh, so let's go on to Catherine. Thank you, Sivarama.
3: Thanks, Professor. And
0: before you do, I, I, I've got to ask, uh, based on Sivarama's answer, final grades have been released, right?
3: <laughs> yes. I just
0: wanted, wanted to double check. All right.
3: Well, maybe this has something to do with my answer as well. Um, thank you, Professor Maynes, for my nice grade this past semester. Um, I agree your class was one of my favorites, not only for you know the interactiveness, but having been um, a professional for so many years before coming into the program, there was so much that we had learned that we learned about that I had seen before, and it really helped um, you know bring my thinking about you know administration and leadership um, to a full to a different level. Um, it really helped fill in some gaps that um, you know I had been missing. Um, additionally, my other favorite class, which might be an unpopular opinion is that Professor Philip Perry's financial analysis class. Um, That class was extremely challenging. But like I said before, I'm always up for a challenge. It really got me out of my comfort zone. And it really um, made me sort of uh, dust the cobwebs off of a lot of quantitative skills and math skills that I hadn't used in a very long time. Um, And it was he, is more or less a very old school professor in that he um you know doesn't provide powerpoints or you know it's all notes um but he really teaches you the fundamentals and i really felt like it laid a very good foundation um to maybe take further finance classes later on in you know as i go throughout the rest of the uh mba so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. i've heard that a lot of a lot of students say very similar things about professor perry that uh, although he may uh, his his particular approach may be um, isn't necessarily as technologically advanced as as the rest of the faculty, but that um, a they feel challenged students feel challenged, but also supported, and that um, you know if you go to class and you take your notes, he's so organized and structured that for those who are a little bit less experienced in a quantitative area. This is a great way to learn quantitative uh, methods um, from someone who is so organized and so structured. I
3: couldn't agree more.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's great. Thank you. Tyler, you're up.
5: All right. Uh, So as a second year full-time MBA student, I've had the chance to take some electives now, uh, which is great. And I'm pursuing two concentrations in consulting and data analytics. And so my two favorite classes are going to revolve around those. Uh, So my first uh, favorite class was data modeling, which was taught by the legendary Frank Christofiak, who was a long time professor that most of the UBMBA alumni come out. And that's one of the first questions that you get, oh, did you take the class with Frank? And uh, I was lucky enough to. So in this course, we learned heavy uh, Microsoft Excel, financial modeling skills. That would start with a problem statement, working in groups uh, to come to a business uh, solution. And my Excel skills went from zero to hero and in that course over, the, you know, over 12 weeks, it was really amazing. Uh, so one of the more applicable skills that I learned was in data modeling. And then similarly, this past semester, I took mergers and acquisitions with Professor Dunbar, who is a fantastic professor who also uh, teaches at Notre Dame, I believe And his approach to valuing businesses, uh, identifying mergers and acquisitions and the strategy behind it. Uh, was really impactful uh, from a consulting aspect, and then also reading in the news and being able to understand the different valuation techniques and the uh, really uh, large amounts of money that are going into that space right now. So uh, data modeling and mergers and acquisitions, along with OB, uh, are you know a few of my favorite classes.
1: Thank you for the obligatory uh, <laughs> OB uh, OB mention there, <laughs> Tyler. Um, so um, I just make one comment about uh, about data modeling, uh, this is news to, to those on this call. So uh, Professor Christoviak did retire and uh, we have now convinced uh, probably one of the most highly rated teachers in the business school uh, and an, an award winner on multiple occasions, uh, Diana Hockey to, uh, to assume that course. And she is phenomenal. For years she has taught it to our executive MBA program uh, the same same course or a similar, very similar course. And, and she uh, almost always receives very, very high ratings and uh, students really love the experience. So so that's good news that uh, that uh, although we will uh, uh, you can never replace a legendary teacher like Frank, um, but you know, uh, Diana will in her own way make make the course uh, a phenomenal experience. And I'll add that Professor Dunbar is phenomenal because he is currently a practicing attorney in the area of mergers and acquisitions. So he he understands uh, not only the theory and uh, sort of strategy and so on, but like the logics behind it and the realities behind it. So that's really phenomenal.
5: Yeah, just to add on that, Tim, uh, most of the examples that we use in class was from his previous experience in private equity. And so our, course that we use or our case that we use throughout the course, as an example, was a real case and a successful venture that him and his PE firm went on. So to see those numbers and details and understand uh, the complex case in front of us from somebody that dealt with it firsthand was an extremely valuable experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's really great.
4: Matt. Yeah, so besides OB, which I agree. It's one of the, the best courses, in at least the core of the MBA first semester. Um, I also really enjoyed entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship taught by Professor Newbert. I personally am someone who loves innovation and I want to move into a social innovation field after graduation. So having a course focus all on innovation, and entrepreneurship and learning how to run a successful startup business or The skills needed just to innovate, but even within a corporate job or other aspects was really beneficial and something, again, I I want to do and I enjoy doing. So it was great to learn more practical skills instead of just the, the theories behind it that you kind of learn in undergrad. And part of the course, we create our own startup business and then pitch it at the end of the semester, which is a great opportunity to really learn the whole aspect of what a startup takes to get off the ground and that parts you need to really make it successful and then pitching that idea in front of real entrepreneurs in Buffalo which has a really large and exciting startup scene already with our 43 North competition so for me that course really gave me a lot of skills and also lots of interest so for me that that was it besides besides OB
1: yeah, and I'll just add uh, a couple of thoughts there, Matt. I thank you for raising that. I, uh, uh, Professor Newbert, who teaches that course, is uh, uh, similar to John Dunbar teaching the mergers and acquisitions. He he is he lives the entrepreneurial uh, uh, experience in the sense that he has founded successfully founded multiple uh, startup organizations and had uh, you know very successful exits in those in those firms. Uh, so in that way, he's got direct experience. Uh, and I also want to. Just mentioned that uh, some uh, one thing that is unique about our program is that very few other top programs have entrepreneurship in the core, uh, and this isn't this. It's not a three credit course; it's one and a half credits, so it's not a full course. But um, the reason that, that decision was made is because uh, a we do have quite a vibrant, like like Matt was saying, a very vibrant uh, entrepreneurial community. So if entrepreneurship is something that's of interest to you, that's a big draw. Uh, the second thing, the second reason, is because entrepreneurship is very fascinating in the sense that you really, like an MBA is like the perfect education for someone who wants to be an entrepreneur. And the reason is because entrepreneurs have to draw from every area of business to be successful. They got to understand marketing and operations and strategy. And uh, and so entrepreneurship for us is at the end of the first semester, it's something that brings together the elements of the other courses to a certain degree. Um, and so in that way, uh, entrepreneurship can be a tremendous learning experience, even for those who are looking at a more corporate uh, uh, career trajectory, because it helps to bring together and stitch together all those different elements of, of
2: business. Uh, Himani. Um, For me, I guess uh, I believe that the program in itself is a very perfect blend of all the courses to choose a particular course is actually difficult for me, but to begin with obi obviously I really, really enjoyed uh, and uh, I believe that you bring a very unique. uh, thing in the in the course. Uh, it's not just teaching OB; it's you teaching OB for me um with your wig thing and maybe opening the class with some sports news or some you know global news that's happening around the world so um i've i have really enjoyed the class um with your class i feel in the first semester a perfect blend of your class with management communication which professor rogers takes, and professor chuck takes uh, marketing and Professor Gaia taught me uh, analytics so all these four or five classes together blends in really very well and that really, really helped us achieve the corporate championship uh, in the first semester. And I was really amazed that all of those learnings from the first semester from your courses actually carry forward to the second semester and um, I have really enjoyed the classes in the second semester, but the one that I want to take the name of is Professor Vedantam Sustainable Operations. I really like this class because um, I have two different experiences, one with United Nations in nonprofit and one in operations. And his class just amazingly blends both of them and teaches me how businesses can be sustainable. So that was nice. And then the third semester, I would like to close with two um, courses that I really enjoyed. One was production and inventory, Professor Yost. Uh, He is actually, um, I guess, working in an industry. And he brings in that experience in the industry to the real time. things in the class which I, I think as an international student I wanted to know how that industry is working at, uh, on a real time basis. So that was nice and then all of it got merged into a class called project management and I really like Professor Hayden's class in that aspect where there was there was a lot of reflection. That took place in that class, we had to write a lot, lot of reflections, so our experience and the courses everything got blended in in class with um, the assessments that we take in the initial uh, semester of MBTI and DISC mm-hmm. that was really really very helpful for me yeah thank
5: you wonderful
1: yeah thank you Hamani. Um, so I think there's a, a broad variety and uh, course courses that appeal to pretty much anybody uh, in terms of their career stage in terms of uh, their uh, uh, career aspirations, where where they uh, you know see themselves going. Uh, I want to ask you now uh, some more specific questions, and once again, uh, we'll we'll kind of jump around uh, so that we can hopefully provide um, uh, information that's valuable to a broad uh, broad variety of of uh, students who are considering the program. Um, let's go first to Catherine. I'm I'm just curious, so uh, you know. Coming from uh, there was some time for you between your undergraduate degree and the MBA. I'm just curious um, about your experience uh, in in the program and the first first semester in particular. Uh, and how much how much time would you say uh, was required that you devote to the program? You know, both in terms of in class, but also outside of class. Like, well, give us it in a, maybe in a weekly sense. Like, what was that? What's it like?
3: Absolutely. Um, Well, first of all, coming back to um, school after being, you know, I graduated about a decade ago. um, So there were definitely um, some adjustments to be made. Um, But I feel like at the end of the first semester, um, I feel comfortable being back in the classroom. And, um, but, you know, I'm a little bit of a different st- I have a different life be- you know behind the class or however you want to say that but I'm a mom. Uh, I have an eight-year-old daughter and I also um, for the past decade I've been working within museums. Uh, So I was still working part-time during my first semester. So I had a lot of other commitments um, besides my classwork. I know that a lot of my classmates spent more time, but for me specifically, I was spending at least two to three hours every night, maybe Monday through Thursday um, on my classwork. Uh, And then on the weekends, at least, you know, maybe eight to 12 hours uh, dedicated, so at least, you know, four or five hours each day um, of the weekends, and that doesn't include the 15 hours a week that we're in that we're actually in class. So, while it's a major time commitment, um, I was, you know, my husband is a saint and I have a very flexible uh, work schedule so that's how I was able to make it work, but um, I think that for my classmates, they might, you know, more time studying and, you know, maybe one of them can speak uh, <laughs> about that.
1: Yeah, thank you, Catherine. Uh, it is a, it is a big commitment. Uh, and, it's, and, 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 you know, um, um, if it's something that someone doesn't feel like they can make uh, that big of a commitment, uh, then we do have other um, MBA products like the professional MBA program, which is evenings or weekends, and uh, and has some element of it that is um, uh, online and so on. So to to limit that, uh, I uh, we have had a few students in the past who have who have tried to work full time uh, in the program. I've never seen it work um i would so, not recommend it yeah not <laughs> yeah. a great choice so if you want to if if a, if a student were to remain uh wanting wanted to keep a job we do have a pmba the professional mba that's a much better much better product and better fit also a better fit probably in terms of um the match with the other students in the in the program who would be having similar demands on their time and so on so you can kind of match up that better but yeah thank you catherine uh uh so um i'm I'm going to ask you to just kind of speculate on the behalf of your uh, your peers here so we can maybe save a little bit of time. But um, so you would say, you know, about 15 hours a week in class at, and maybe uh, uh, three to four hours a night, two to three hours, I think. So let's say it's three. At
3: least, at least there were definitely, you know, weeks where I was, uh, you know, four or five hours a night. So, um, you know, it really varied, but I, I would say, um maybe between 45 to 60 hour weeks. um, For you on a
1: regular basis. Yes. Yeah. In addition to working part-time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then maybe for, for our peer, for your peers, uh, it might've been uh, even more because they had more bandwidth to to devote to it. To study.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I think it is a demanding program in that, in that sense. Uh, And it's part of what uh, you know, when, when students finish the program, almost without, without exception, they will say that this has been the most transformative educational experience they've had uh, in terms of just, you know, their skill sets, their mindsets, their, their their abilities, their confidence to tackle challenging things. It transformed them more than any other educational experience. And I think that's part of the reason why, uh, uh, because it is demanding. It's also supportive. Um, there are resources like we've talked about. Um, Okay. So I want to come to Sivarama now uh, and thinking of, uh, you know, kind of building off that idea of there's support in place to uh, so it's challenging, (laughs) but there is support. And the question is, um, tell us about how, um, you know, about your interactions with faculty uh, inside the classroom, outside the classroom um, and
6: um, you know, sort of the support that you receive from faculty. Yeah. To be honest, inside the classroom is very much a supportive and collaborative environment from all of the professor all of the professors are very friendly are they, so are they some of the professors are strict but even though they are very friendly and regarding outside of the class i would say uh, personally for me i was very bad at accounting mm-hmm. so 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 like so I, I used to meet professor tan outside of the classroom so in his office hours, like I would go him, I like I would go to him and ask him, my doubts? Like how should I do it in a, a different approach? And he is a very generous uh, and very kind to me, and he helped me a lot in the accounting. So without him, I don't know <laughs> anything about the accounting. And uh, and I should mention your name also, Tim, like. So when uh, there is the the team hours thing happening at the Marriott, you were there, uh, so, so with us in the breakfast table, you eating breakfast with us. So we were uh, discussing a lot of things,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
6: uh, and there is Professor Agaya who helped me like the outside of her given office hours, like you know, when I emailed her. In, even at the night, she's like a very generous. She replied me back. You know, she is, uh, she is clearing all the doubts apart from the academics. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty, a very good interaction outside of the class. And there is this, a GMA thing happened. So just before a week of our, our final exams. And the, and there is Professor Gaya, so with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very good. Yeah, the the outside of the interaction is very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so faculty attend
1: uh, frequently will attend GMA types of events. So graduate management association events uh, um, uh, that are held throughout the semester. And then uh, in terms of support, I'll, I'll just add a couple of things that uh, Sivarama kind of touched on, but uh, you know, there's office hours to meet with faculty, professor Tarrant, the accounting professor is phenomenal uh, at, yes. Uh, You know, making himself available to students. We also have uh, every single course in the uh, first semester. um, The the instructor has a teaching assistant who is a second year MBA so who has been through the program has been through the course has done very well. And they also hold office hours typically if and can be requested to meet with 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 them. Uh, And then for the quantitative courses, which are the ones that where where students tend to uh, have the most challenge, meaning there's the most opportunity for growth for them there. Uh, the, the, uh, the program has tutors uh, that we can make available for tutoring sessions as well. So so there are a number of different areas of support. So thank you f- uh, for sharing that Sivarama. Um, let's go to Tyler with our next question. Um, and I wanna uh, dig a little bit deeper into the experiential programs and the ones that you're, you've taken advantage of and how you feel like they've contributed to your development.
5: Uh, So my first semester in the fall, I was able to do a Global Programs uh, Experience the 50, uh, which was a great experience. And the Experience 50 that I chose was Austin, Texas. And obviously Austin is blown up right now. And there was more than a few uh, UB alumni that were willing to network with us over Zoom, uh, talk with us about the growing startup scene and get access to the different tech industries uh, that are growing right now in Austin. Uh, similarly, uh, my different class experiences of so taking statistics, data modeling, uh, m and were all fantastic as well. Uh, this semester, I'm going to be taking uh, a few consulting classes as well, uh, which I'm very excited about. But I think the most impactful uh, experience that I had was through the UB MBA Consulting Group. So we are a group. Uh, it's a student run organization of full time MBA students with the goal of providing pro bono consulting services. Uh, for businesses, both profit and not-for-profit in the Western New York area. Uh, And being on the executive board, along with Phil Schneider and Jack DeMarco and Anna Ziefle and Bjorn Peterson, we have a rock star group that has put together uh, three to four solid projects in the fall. And this is different areas from market research to um, developing different dashboards for well-respected businesses around Buffalo. And so the experience as a student to go out and network with professionals and provide value to businesses uh, around the Buffalo area has just been a fantastic experience, not only on my resume, uh, but for my career development as well. So taking those lessons that we learn inside the classroom and, and applying them uh, to real business situations has been really great.
1: Yeah, great. Thank you for sharing that, Tyler. Um, and, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I Um, the experience, the, the global experiences and the experience of 50 is something that I think has really, uh, grown a lot in the last several years. And even, even during the pandemic, uh, the director of that program found ways for students to have these experiences, which was just really phenomenal and to still network and still have projects to work on. And so that was really great. Uh, let's see, let's go to, um, Himani and, uh, uh, Want to ask you a similar question to that of Tyler, but just you know, outside of class activities that you've been involved in, that you have felt have contributed to your experience here. Either you know, it could be socially, but it could also be uh, educationally, or or other types of experiences that you've that you've taken advantage of.
2: Yes, uh, I'll pick up from where Tyler left. So even I have been part of global programs, so I really enjoyed that experience. I took Chicago and Silicon Valley, and then something similar in uh, ghana as well so um, i have enjoyed that and picking up from the mba corporate championship that mnt bank gave us the trophy i'm yet to see it in person but um, that gave me um, a scope that i can be outside classes and i can explore ub more than classes so i um, tried different things so for the summer i was the mba advantage uh, student assistant. Um, I help the incoming batch settle well in the program. Then obviously we are all MBA ambassadors. So that has also been a very, very interactive experience for me. I am, uh, this is uh, public dealing at a different level when you're an ambassador. So that has been there. Another proud thing that I could pull off was being a nonprofit board fellow. And I'm part of an organization called Western New York STEM Hub. So they are are a nonprofit here in Buffalo and they are working in the STEM field. So it just uh, is very close to my heart. And um, uh, apart from that, then I'm a member of the supply chain and operations management club at UB as well. So they are um, organizing events. So if Anybody wants to know more about operations? I think in January also they have events happening. Uh, that also led me to be part of an ASCM uh, membership. Um, and so I'm an ASCM member and I got to attend a conference uh, where I could understand how American supply chain and management is working. Um, apart from that, um, then I am a policy committee MBA student representative as well for this academic year so um, I get the insights of how policies are made at UB and learn and build my um, managerial skills further lastly i would i would like to close that i am a leap mentor for this academic year as well and my mentees are in ghana and jamaica so i'm just talking to people all over the world past few um uh, months and i'm enjoying that interaction so yes you um if you are able to go, uh, have a good time management there are i guess never ending opportunities at ub to go beyond classes thank you so much
1: yeah, thank you for sharing, Himani. And I do not, I do not want to see your calendar. Uh, it sounds like it's very, very full, uh, and that you've taken very, uh, very full advantage of the many, many uh, um, opportunities to develop and challenge yourself and to grow. That's great. Thank you. Uh, let's see. I want to come next to to Matt, and I want to ask specifically about. So we've been talking about sort of outside of class or um, you know, outside of classroom, uh, um, learning opportunities. Uh, and there's one in sp- specific, it's not necessarily outside of class, but it's an ex- more experience-based type of a learning uh, program that we have. It's called leader core. And I know that you're, uh, in that program Matt. So I w- was wondering if you could just kind of describe a little bit about, about what it is, um, from your perspective, I know you're just kind of newly entering it, but, um, if you could describe a little bit more about what it is and uh, sort of the process to be considered for it.
4: Yeah, sure. So Core is a program specifically for UB MBA students that is meant to put them kind of at an advantage of how to be a stronger leader. The program really focuses on developing you as as strong a leader as possible through a lot of different techniques and skills. The main aspect of the course is lots of reflecting and writing journals and looking at why you're doing things the way you are and how you can improve that through those reflections, as well as a lot of assessments, leadership assessments such as DISC um, and a lot of other, there's so many of them that I could just list them all. About. There's lots of ways that students can learn more about themselves through like the reflections and the leadership assessments. And it's a program that all MB students have the option to opt into. There's a written application and then a virtual interview application, but it's really quick and easy to apply. There's no limits on how many people take. It's all self-directed and self-chosen. So if you're someone who wants to improve your leadership skills and abilities, I highly recommend applying to the program because it's that extra advantage that you can take leaving this program that you can use into interviews or on your application to show that you really took the time to develop yourself throughout the MBA. And you weren't just here to get to that piece of paper and walk out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, great. Thanks for sharing, Matt. And um, I just want to underscore some of the things you said. I think they're really important. Uh, you know, when we come to an MBA program, there's like kind of two, two sets of skills that we're really trying to develop. One is what we might think of as like um, more technical skill whether that's in a quantitative area or whatever. Uh, and then another is sort of more behavioral skill, leadership and those kinds of things. And, uh, and LeaderCore is, is uh, very good at developing uh, that, side of, that side of the, um, the equation. Um, let's see, so I wanna come now back to Catherine, if we could, and, uh, and, and uh, uh, just jump around a little bit here. So we're gonna go a little bit of a different direction than, <clears throat> than where we've been. And um you mentioned earlier that you'd been out of uh your you know your undergraduate program for about 10 years before coming back and um, uh, and I want if you wouldn't mind just commenting a little bit on um you know I I, I think I've heard you talk about how you see the MBA as, as uh, a program that could ha- maybe help you pivot uh, to a different career path or slightly different career path. And I just uh, would like to hear uh, you know your thoughts about how that is going.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, as I mentioned before, for the, about the past 10 years, I've worked within art museums and more within um, an operational side and also in terms of information management. Um, I'm My current or my old position was a registrar, which is um, what they call it within the industry, um, which is different than the academic registrar, but similar in the sense that we are collecting all the information and data on specific artworks. Um, so throughout my day-to-day um, time working with art museums, I really, you know, saw these certain skills that I wanted to grow. Um, and despite, you know, looking at museum studies programs or maybe an arts admin program, um, I really felt that the MBA would help me, you know, evolve and grow my skills that I already had. Um, and, really make maybe not generalize them in a bad word but make them more marketable mm-hmm. make me a more marketable employee um and you know while post-mba is still to be determined right now um I feel that just within the first semester I've learned so many helpful um so much helpful information um I keep saying skills but I can't you know, underscore more how much this program really develops you as a person and a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think that the MBA really gives you an edge um, because while I think Aaron actually said this to me, one of the first times that I spoke to him was that, you know, even a nonprofit, it needs, you um, administration needs leadership. And those sorts of skills um, are at the core of this program. So, you know, I am still deciding what I want to do. Hopefully a summer internship uh, will, you know, help me explore further. But um, yeah, the MBA will definitely help you, um, you know, further your career.
1: Let me, let me ask a follow-up question, Catherine. Uh, just got just a bit of curiosity came uh, as you were discussing there and sharing. Um, um, you know, as you entered the program, you probably had some ideas, and you mentioned that you had evolved in sort of your not only your skill set but sort of your thinking about your career. And I'm curious if there are career possibilities that you are at least it's now in the sort of the set of possibilities to consider for you that yeah. maybe weren't before. Has anything like that happened?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I feel um, like my analytical skills have grown, and um, you know, as I look more at job postings um, for, you know, data analytics and all of all of that side of the things, that's probably one of my um, concentrations. I I think that I could absolutely, you know, I didn't have these, um, you know the technical wherewithal a few months ago, whereas now I do, I can apply for different internships that I wouldn't have qualified for before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of if someone were to come into the program, hoping to have a career transition to something else, a change, a pivot, uh, then, you know, uh, in, in many respects, they would find, uh, that they've been trained and developed in ways that would help them to make that, make that transition.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Great. Thank you for sharing that, Catherine. Uh, I want to come back to uh, Sivarama now, and the question I've got for you, Sivarama, is about uh, what we call the CRC or the Career Resource Center, and um, and uh, and just ask from your perspective. And in your experience, and how you've approached, say, say, the job market, the internship market, and so on, what, how, how has the CRC been a resource to you? In what ways have has the CRC facilitated your uh, career planning uh, and immediate, you know, sort of immediate needs in terms of like an internship and so on?
6: I personally feel a, a CRC is a boon to the MBA students. The main reason is on the second week of our MBA program, the CRC. So, there is an official mail from the CRC. So, like about our resumes, like so we can create a resume and we can send it to the CRC team and they will suggest improvements. And in some other cases, they'll re-edit our resume so that the the resume should look the perfect and, uh, and so, the result, so right out yeah. of the gate
1: they're they're at, uh, yeah uh, asking you to put together a resume and then they're giving you coaching on how to how to yes. uh, improve it and uh you know to, to in order to best market yourself
6: yeah yeah that's true and also so there is one thing so so like if you are in the classroom at the time of uh, your interview, so you can book a private room with the CRC members for your interview. You no, know, They'll give you a private room for the interview experience. Mm-hmm. And in terms of internships, uh, yeah. So so uh, before internships, I would come to my uh, concentrations. Like while joining in UB, I wasn't sure about my concentrations. And I like, and I approached it uh, uh, to a CRC so to advise me on the concentrations which i'm going to uh, choose or which i should choose like i had a, a three sessions with the crc members and they helped me to uh, decide my concentration so based on my previous experience and my future plans yeah in terms of uh, so in terms of those the CRC helped me a lot and in terms of internships uh, so, uh, so 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 they are choosing me like a very good internship opportunities to look for a, a, a way to look for like by combining all these things i'll say the crc is just a boom to the like boom to the mba students for sure yeah yeah i don't want to brag about the crc
1: but they are as a, as a group the staff in the crc are phenomenal <laughs> Uh, some of the best professionals we have in the, in the business school. Well connected to the alums, understand like how to position yourself the best way for the market. And uh, so they just do a tremendous job. So Tyler, I wanna to come to you next and, uh, and ask a bit of a more specific question than we just asked to Sivarama uh, and in particular about uh, your internship, uh, how, you, how you approached the uh, process of, of identifying and going about uh, securing an internship.
5: Sure. Um, So with my first meeting, I was meeting with uh, Melissa Ruggiero uh, as I wanted to get into the data analytics field from the CRC, and she was extremely helpful along with the rest of the CRC for setting me on a path for success, and that started early in my first semester. Um, Because, as I found, uh, the internships uh, go pretty quickly and more more the competitive ones as well. Mm -hmm. However, I was lucky enough to have connections already fostered with a large uh, food company in Buffalo, Riches, from our Corporate Champions projects. So getting those initial connections... just randomly assigned and working with my other classmates, I was able to foster a connection with multiple employees at Riches, which eventually down the road led to a great summer internship opportunity. So I think the groundwork that I laid with my resume prep, the interview prep in the first semester, along with leveraging the other job resources uh, and networking opportunities that the CRC provides. Uh, it kind of laid that foundation so that over winter break, I could go into interviewing and then already going into the spring, know that I have an internship laid out for the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah, great. And I I, would, I would just, uh, maybe as an addition to what, what you said to Tyler, I, the, um, uh, the CRC has very strong connections with, uh, sort of the preeminent organizations in uh, Western New York. So uh, like you mentioned, rich products, uh, but they're, you know, uh, and we've got a, a tremendous connection there. Many of our MBAs go to work for rich products every year. Uh, and there are several others uh, that, you know, Moog, m and and so on. So there's just um, a lot of opportunities that way, uh, sort of a traditional corporate path. But then there are also other opportunities as well that uh, are really, really great. Um, so continuing on this discussion of the CRC, and thinking about the resources that it provides for us, and I want to come to Himani. And uh, Himani, if if you could comment for us uh, or uh, tell us about um, how the CRC has helped you to sort of um, uh, sort of uh, plan your post MBA career, uh, um, if that question makes sense. If you need if you need need more. Uh, if that was confusing, you know, ask ask for clarification.
2: uh, yeah. uh I think um, CRC has played a very um, important role in my post MBA career path. Uh, I have been a very unique case uh, for CRC since the beginning of the program. With me starting the program back in India virtually, so whatever my fellows have shared here, like building my resume, pitch you know, that elevator pitch concept and, you know, my even my digital presence on LinkedIn has all been, uh, you know, managed by CRC and uh, the major uh, input that they gave um, along with the GPO, both the career resources uh, people, the um, career counselors, as well as the academic advisor, um, they both were very Good at helping me identify my concentrations. So I'm from operations, but um, I never thought of adding analytics to it. I never thought of adding management consulting to it. And uh, during my uh, first, second semester, uh, they both helped me build that three concentration degree that I'm I'll be graduating with. Um, and using that post MBA, I think they um, they were very good. So I was not able to work anywhere outside uh, UB. So they were very good at giving me opportunities within UB. So my student assistantship uh, is actually, I got to know through GPO and CRC. And um, uh, other than that, the nonprofit fellowship is also actually through CRC. I went to them and I asked them that, you know, I wanna do something, but these are my constraints. So they found a way out through nonprofit board fellowship and gave me that opportunity to have an industry experience outside UB. So this is how they have been uh, putting and building up my uh, resume, so to say, building up my personal brand throughout the program. And post MBA, they have actually diverted me to a career where I'll be focusing um, on analytics Um, as one of the major fields in the industry. So when I now plan to go out in the industry, analytics is something which I want to follow. And they uh, to have a strong backing in that, they helped me apply to another program at UB, the MSBA program at UB. And uh, that's like one of the strong options I'm considering now post my MBA. Um, along with obviously finding the right fit of an organization in that industry where I can work. So that's how CRC has actually literally changed my vision and everything pre-MBA and post-MBA. So I'm thankful to them, actually.
1: Yeah, great. And thank you for sharing that, Timani. Uh, Matt, I'm going to come to you next. And um, uh, this is uh, one kind of, once again, hopping around a little bit, jumping around, but it's, it's closely connected. Um uh, UB has uh, has uh, over the years uh, a lot of students have graduated from from our programs and so the alumni network is quite vast <laughs> um, and can be one of uh, can be a tremendous asset and a part of uh, uh, someone's success you know in, in terms of determining success in their careers is making connections with alumni of our programs and so I'm just curious to uh, hear your thoughts on Uh, uh, opportunities to connect, uh, either of your own making or that the school has has provided what you found to be successful and effective. It could be your experience, could be what you've observed others doing, uh, but ways to connect with alums is what I'm um, looking to hear about. From my
4: experience, UB alumni are always willing to talk to current students. They are kind of one of the most open groups that I've run into at UB, the alumni are always excited to hear what students are up to or what their goals are and then how they can help and support the students in achieving their goals. There's many opportunities as well to interact with those alumni. There's the Career Connector Network, which is a platform that connects you to alumni across the world and across industries. You just put in your profile information and then it matches you like a dating app. Um, like a 95% match or whatever it may be. And you can just reach out to any of those alumni. They're on there with the goal to help students. That's why they join. So they're the ones who are the best to reach out to because that's that's why they joined that platform. The CRC, as also talked about earlier, has many connections and they're always willing to connect students to alumni in the industry to ask questions or learn more. And just so many other opportunities. There's Network New York, which is happening this week and a little bit next week too that allows students to interact with people all across New York City and across the New York region as well to learn more about the industries and concentrations as well. So many, many opportunities to interact and in. all of the alumni I've interacted with have been very willing to help and mentor students and just answer any questions students might have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, great. Thanks for sharing that, Matt. I mean, we have we have alums uh, in in almost every major city in the United States, uh, and but but New York City is uh, there's a concentration there for sure, um, and so Network New York is a great way to do that. So you mentioned kind of two ways of connecting. One is that we have events where you can go and meet uh in person hopefully uh, last couple of years some of that has been uh, shifted beyond online or virtual but uh but there are also in-person events that are coming back now and um uh organized by the school but there's also like these more one-on-one types of ways to connect like you were talking about the the application where you can reach out to people who are uh very similar similar to you in terms of their career path or career interests and so on uh so it sounds like there's a lot of ways to to do that to connect um well thanks for sharing matt and everybody uh for uh for your thoughts about uh, aspects of of our program that uh, uh, I think, uh, you know, potential students might be interested in. I'm going to turn our time back over to Aaron Shaw to, to close this, this session.
0: Looks- One of these times we'll get through these sessions without having to say, hey, you're on mute. Um, <laughs> so thanks again, Tim. Thank you to our uh, current student ambassadors uh, so much for your helpful insight uh, on these particular topics. And to our audience, uh, thank you for, for joining us and considering the UBMBA program. Uh, we certainly look forward to future conversations and we'd want you to stay connected. We wanna hear from you. So as a way to do that, uh, you can utilize the QR code. that's lit here on your screen, take out your cell phone, open up your camera, And doing so is going to take you to a a list of opportunities ranging from one-on-one admissions advisement appointments to other recruitment events, um, ways to stay connected with our current student ambassadors, uh, chat with us on social media, and so, so much more, um, including our digital library, where you can find this conversation along with all previously recorded conversations. So definitely check that out. as I said before, we uh, we do look forward to those future conversations and the potential of welcoming you to the UBMBA family. For now, take care. Bye bye. Hello, and welcome to the Meet the UBMBA Ambassadors, a conversation dedicated to providing prospective students with an opportunity to hear from our current students. My name is Aaron Shaw, I'm the Assistant Director of Recruitment for our full-time MBA and MS programs here at the University at Buffalo School of Management. And I'll be co-hosting along with the MBA program director, Pro- Professor Timothy Maines. Tim, welcome. And Dr. Mains may look familiar to some of you in the audience. We recorded some segments earlier in the year where he was gracious enough to provide us with an inside look at his life as the faculty director of the MBA program. So if you haven't already watched or listened to those, do yourself a favor and check them out in our digital library. Now, please join me in welcoming the stars of the show, Catherine, Sivarama, Tyler, Hamani, and Matthew, some of our current student ambassadors uh, and a good mix of both first and second year students. Welcome all and thank you for being here. All right, jumping right into things, and I'm going to hand it over to Dr. Mainz here in a second to really drill into some of the questions that we have in relation to these different topics, uh, but we're going to kick things off with culture and community. And when you choose UB, you are immediately introduced to a vibrant community that is culturally diverse, internationally minded and committed to your career advancement, your classmates, faculty mentors, professional staff, alumni and industry connections become your community. Supporting you during the UBMBA program and long after, we call this your UBMBA Forever Network. To hear more about this, let's head it over to the ambassadors. Dr. Mains, take it away.
1: Thank you, Aaron, and uh, welcome to all of our ambassadors here here or who are here with us uh, this morning. And um, uh, so we'll just jump right into it. The first the first um, a uh, set of questions I have for our group here uh, begins with um, uh, uh, the reason why I question about the reason why they selected UB as the MBA program to which they would uh, in which they would enroll uh, and I'll just explain quickly as we get started as well that we'll probably jump around a little bit uh, and consider and cover quite a few uh, topics. And the reason for that is so that we uh, uh, will have a little bit of something for hopefully everyone uh, who is out there uh, considering UB's MBA program. So the first question, and I I think we'll just go in the order that that, uh, folks appear on my screen here. So we'd start with Himani, uh, Sivarama, Catherine, Tyler, and Matt. Um, And the first question is just why, why come to UB's MBA program? What was it that was attractive to you? What appealed to you? What brought you here? Imani, go ahead.
2: Thank you for the question, Professor. Um, I feel that uh, UB has been special to me because, from day one. Uh, I wanted to travel America. That gave, UB gave me that chance. And the thing that attracted to me UB the most was uh, having a good curriculum, interdisciplinary and experiential learning that I could uh, do in my program with operations as a concentration. And the immediate reason to join UB was how smartly UB updated its policies in the COVID times. That really, really helped me as an international student. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you, Hamani, and and we'll get into some of those experiential learning uh, uh, opportunities that you mentioned as we go forward here uh, in our session, and um, uh, so I I think those are things that appeal to to a lot of students, so thank you for sharing that. Uh, Sivarama.
6: Hi, Professor. Yeah, so... As an international student, my focus on joining MBA is about three things. So first thing is there should be multiple events in a college, like where I need to do MBA. And the second thing is it should be a creator of more opportunities to the students. And my third reason is across vertical synchronization. So like I feel feel the college is a very diverse in its nature. So there are a lot of international students. There is a lot of cultural exchange. My focus is also on the cultural diversification of the people's mind. So I feel UB MBA with extremely rich academic culture and specialized programs would help my cause. UB MBA is a focus on innovation and sustainability. So nowadays, is what drives me to choose UB MBA among all other colleges. I feel, you know, this environment would correct my mindset towards the right path and would help me achieve my goals. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Sivarama. I think we'll, we'll also dig a little bit more into some of the, uh, the things that you mentioned there around, um. Uh, sort of the, the the diversity of the class and uh, of the MBA students, and um, the degree to which uh, the curriculum is integrated across courses, and so on. So, I, uh, those are very good points, and we'll dig into some of those later as well. Catherine, go ahead. It uh, looks like you're on mute.
3: I sure am. <laughs>
0: um,
3: I chose UB because I'm a born and raised Buffalonian. I grew up here. I went to UB for my undergrad. Um, my family and I relocated back to Buffalo almost eight years ago now, and I was looking to further my education and UB just seemed like the best choice. Mm-hmm. Um, as my classmates have said, you know, the curriculum is incredible and really um, sort of furthered the skills that I was already doing in my present uh, work, so yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to brag or anything. We'd never want to uh, do that. But uh, I, I, you know, in my view, UB is the preeminent um, MBA program in Western New York. So, uh, you know, it has a lot to offer and uh, uh, we'll get into some of that as well later on and and the reach of its alumni network and so on. So some very powerful elements for the program. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, Tyler.
5: Awesome. Thank you. Uh, So similar to Catherine, uh, I'm born and raised in Buffalo, New York. Uh, So I used to grow up going to UB football games and uh, playing hockey across the street. So I was very well versed with UB North. Uh, Similarly, my dad was an executive grad in 2000, and my mom had connections to the university as well. So uh, with the extensive, academic, rigorous program, the vast connections of the UB MBA network, and then also the great career resource center, giving you all the opportunities to succeed, uh, the the choice to to choose UB was a no-brainer for myself to return home uh, and join the full-time MBA program.
1: Yeah. So with another, another hometown, uh, soon to be alum in um, Tyler and in Catherine, I, I think you're getting a sense of uh, the, the um, uh, diversity of our program. Uh, students from outside of the United States, international uh, locations, as well as those from Buffalo and across the state of New York. Uh, and uh, so I think that's a, a, a strength of the program for certain. Uh, Matt, let's go to you. Yeah, sure. So
4: as Tyler and Catherine, I'm also a Buffalo native, um, and I came to UB for undergrad, and I'm also a JD MBA student, so I'm doing my law degree as well at UB. So for me, it was finding a program that had both a strong MBA program and a law program, which UB offered, especially at a a great rate compared to a lot of other top schools like UB. Um, UB, you can't beat the prices here, which is something that I also made in my decision because being price sensitive as a college student, I didn't wanna spend a lot of money on a program that I didn't know if I would get my monies out of. So part of that was staying close to home and being in Buffalo as well, but the price and then also knowing how great of a school UB was through my undergrad experience with the community and all the opportunities that it presented to me, as well as all of the other programmatic features of the academics. Um, so that's why I chose UB as my final decision.
1: Yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Matt. Um, uh, you know, I, I, we uh, UB is commonly rated very well on the sort of return on investment uh, element of the program. So, because it's a state university, it gets um, state dollars, and um, and that helps to to keep the tuition costs quite a bit lower than you might find in other, uh, other places. Uh, I had forgotten, Matt, that you were an undergrad here too. Um, and uh, so I think we'll come back to that uh, later on and talk about, and I'd like to ask maybe a follow-up question just about sort of that decision to, to continue your, your education here at uh, UB. That might be something that some uh, might be interested in, in thinking about. I think everybody else here uh, spent some time between their undergrad and their MBA. Am I wrong about that? I'm right about that, I think, that everybody had uh, some time away. So Matt, I think you could offer a unique perspective on, on that uh, element of it. Um, so I, I, for the next question, I wanna come to, to Catherine. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm you, know, uh, you were looking forward to joining an MBA program. You probably had conceptions, ideas about what that would be like. Uh, tell me what surprised you as you came into the program.
3: Um, well, all good things, I think. Um, of course, it, it was a challenging first semester, um, but I'm always up for a challenge. And I would say the thing that surprised me the most was how many resources were available to students mm-hmm. um, You know, through UB School of Management and UB Alumni Network. Um, actual like globally across the world uh, there, are, you you can connect with people, um, which, you know, has been excellent for me, who's, you know, thinking about possibly pivoting in their career. Um, but, you know, you can, the CRC allows you to, you know, network with different people from any different, many different industries and really get a chance to um, connect with UB alumni who are always, so nice and open and willing to share. Um, I can say that about the professors and staff in the School of Management as well. They're always there to help you. Um, I've gone to a lot of office hours and they're, you know, they, even though we might be in a class of 45 people, it feels like there's individualized attention. Um, So, Besides that, I would also say that I was really surprised and impressed by the diversity within the program. Um, I give my global uh, counterparts so much credit for traveling across the world um, to come to Buffalo, New York You know, during a pandemic. Um, I was so impressed by them and I've really made friends that I feel will be lifelong and um, I hope that I can go visit them someday.
1: Yeah. Great. Thank you, Catherine. I I, I suspect there are, are, uh, uh, you know, some prospective students out there who are probably thinking something like, you know, have a very similar thought process that they're thinking about maybe pivoting and changing their, uh, you know, uh, what their career path is going to be. And oftentimes an MBA is is uh, a part of that about a part of that thinking, and it sounds to me like uh, the resources that you would need to make that transition that you found them in place here, uh, especially in terms of the network and the alum, alumni network and so on, and the career, career resource center. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Great, thank you for sharing. Uh, Let's go to Sivarama with the next question. Uh, So the next question I have for you here is, uh, if you could describe um, the learning environment. So uh, uh, in terms of your, you know, your classmates, but also what's being created by the faculty. Uh, some places, some MBA programs, I think can be fairly competitive, kind of a, a dog-eat-dog world, and some can be on the more uh, supportive and collaborative end of things. Uh, uh, where would you put UB on on that or another dim- any other dimension of, of sort of the learning environment?
6: For sure, I'll give UB, our classroom, as a competitive environment. So because the people who so came here to do MBA from a various a cultures, uh, so from various fields of businesses. Like, so like they all, a uh, should will be competitive mm. and it is the competition session. And, uh, and also at the same time, there's a lot of collaboration, you know, so, so within the class, like, uh, for example, let's so say it's your class, like there is a lot of a uh, collaboration between the students while answering questions like, no. So if I if if I were to uh,
1: to say that a slightly different way, you would maybe say that the uh, the the average student who comes in the program is very hardworking and uh, yes. striving to, to achieve. And uh, but at the same time, uh, they tend to get along well, work together well for the most part. And um, that uh, that there isn't necessarily trying to to drag other people down. It's um, an environment where where people are supportive of each other. So that's kind of an interesting observation. Yeah, yeah. would that would that capture uh, uh, what you're what you're saying there, Sivarama? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, great. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Let's let's go to Tyler with the next question. Uh, Tyler, so I'm going to give you a uh, sort of a mea culpa, a do-over. Not that you need one. Uh, I think you've been a wonderful student in the program, Uh, but let's... Let's, uh, let's say that you have the chance to go back in time, rewind the clock and start the program again, fresh. Uh, and um, knowing what you know now, though you get to keep your knowledge of uh, sort of the elements of the program, what's appealing to you, um, you know, your career, uh, maybe your career aspirations kind of uh, evolve over time or whatever. So what, what advice would you give yourself starting the program uh, uh, again, if you were to, to start from scratch?
5: Oh boy, that's a good one. Um, Let's see, so I think coming into the MBA program, um, I was very set on one path and wanted to go down that path and explore the different options. Um, But coming in with such a diverse um, group of classmates and professors and staff as well, I think being more open to uh, different opportunities, networking with different students, with different professors, exploring different clubs on campus in getting a feel of the really diverse community of UB and then exploring my own strengths and weaknesses a little bit further through the curriculum. And then also with the group projects as well that go into the MBA program. I think that there's a lot of learning opportunities when we get outside of our comfort zone and it just takes that step to to get there. So. Uh, not feeling comfortable and pushing yourself and challenging yourself uh, is some really great advice that I give to an MBA candidate and get out of your comfort zone and try something new.
0: Yeah.
1: It sounds like too, that you might be saying, uh, yes, it's important to like invest yourself in the classroom and learn there and, and, and do your best to, you know, earn, earn good grades. But but you're also saying don't don't limit your perspective to that. Like expand it and think about other ways to um, enhance your uh, enhance the development that you experience in the program. Am I yeah. you know in, t- in terms of taking advantage of of these additional experiences and so on.
5: Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think one example of that is uh, the CRC offers a uh, networking opportunity, which is almost like a dating app, right? So it matches people based on your career aspirations and what they've done in the past. And you can basically swipe left or swipe right. And you can set a 20 or 30 minute calendar invite on their calendar without even them approving it. These are UB alumni that are giving back to the university and the students, providing their neat resources and knowledge to any student that goes out and gets it. So it's the students that get outside of their comfort zone, go talk to somebody new, a stranger over Zoom that you've never met before, and that could lead to a job, a promotion, you know, a business opportunity someday. Uh, the, The opportunities are really endless. So just by taking that step, getting out of your comfort zone and pushing yourself I mean the the opportunities are uh, really limitless of what can come out of uh, the resources at UB.
1: Okay. Yeah. Thanks for elaborating on that. Uh, if we have time, I might I might come back to you and ask uh, uh, for you to plug just one uh, extracurricular thing, but not now, not now. Uh, but if we've got time, I might do that. Uh, let's go to Himani with our next question. So. Um, Mani, I'd like to ask a little bit about uh, and this is sort of we're kind of jumping around, but I want to make sure we touch on something for everybody here. So we're we're going to go outside of the classroom and kind of away from uh, the campus, so to speak. So if you were to describe, uh, you know, wh- where do most students live? Do they live on campus or they off campus uh, for those who are not from Buffalo? The, the campus is uh, uh, where the business school is, is is uh, just outside of the city of Buffalo in Amherst. And so, um, you know, there's, there's a city life that you can have, but some students maybe live around the campus. So I'm just curious in terms of like um, the living can, you know, w- what it's like to, to, to live and be here as a student outside of uh, the academic experience.
2: That's a very good question, Professor. And in fact, when you get an admit, uh, it's the first thing on your mind where you're going to live when you're you're coming to UB. So I started my journey and uh, I got to know that a lot of my international representation, at least, they live around UB South Campus. So I got to explore that area and uh, there are benefits uh, of living uh, off campus as well uh, near South Campus. Um, But I Uh, ended up choosing, uh, living very close to my school of management on campus. And I am currently um, living in Creekside Village on campus. And the reason I chose uh, it to have a complete American experience, so to say. So I have a very, very uh, good American flatmate. Uh, I am enjoying and learning uh, whatever uh, I can from her uh, in terms of how she cooks and you know what what is American you know morning and what, do you need a coffee in the morning or not, so this, these are the things that you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So these are the things that um, I think um, makes the program complete, so a lot of students choose uh, living on campus as well, I have a very good number of people um, who are from buffalo who are from New York. Who are living so i get to interact with them and i i was surprised to see a lot of indian international representation living here as well so we have our own little community and we exchange food and everything with them so thank you so much yeah. for this question
1: yeah, thank you, Hamani, for for your answer there. Uh, and I would just add to that that uh, oftentimes the the uh, international students who come to us from India uh, do there is quite a tight community there. Uh, uh, students who kind of come together and celebrate uh, Diwali and different things um, and spend time together. So that's a lot of fun. Matt, I'm going to come to you with the last question here. Uh, and, and the question, I, I guess, I'm going to leave this. We're going to extend the question that we I asked to Himani and um, and think uh, about sort of off-campus life, but particularly the nightlife around here. Uh, I'm sure that some students might be interested in that. And uh, and uh, I, I suspect you have a very rich nightlife, Matt. Uh, uh, but I'm also curious about maybe the, what, what other students, what you've seen other students do as well beyond just your own experience.
4: Yeah, sure. So usually on the weekend, Thursdays and Fridays, um, there's a lot of things going on. Thursday nights, usually, for an MBA student involve a group meeting at the end of the week, just uh, wrap things up before the weekend because we don't have classes on Friday. So it's a nice way on Thursday nights to have a quick meeting to see where we are and moving forward for the weekend. Um, And then if there's not events happening Thursday night, either the Graduate Management Association, which is the student government for the MBAs will host a happy hour or an event on Fridays. And if that's not being held, then usually in our MBA group chat, we have a group chat of all of our first year MBAs at least one group of people will text saying, "Hey, I want to go out tonight. Who's interested in going somewhere in Buffalo, or or even to like a friend's house and just hanging out there and relaxing from the weekend?"
6: Mm-hmm.
1: So it sounds like there's plenty of opportunities, and that, uh, that some of those kind of come from um, you know planned events that the uh, uh, student leadership of the MBA program, uh, are planning and running, but then also some of it's just sort of, uh, uh, comes up on the fly. And, um, and I, I really like how that, that you're all connected with this, uh, with that group chat that you're mentioning so that, um, uh, opportunities to interact and to socialize are, um, um, you know, are shared with everyone. Um, So I think that that uh, is uh, a nice place to maybe put um, a stop on this uh, on this first part of our discussion. I'll uh, send the time back over to Aaron uh, to close us out.
0: Yeah, much appreciated. Uh, Before we go, Matt, no free ads or anything, but is there a go to, you know, spot that most MBAs will say, yep, this is the one if, if nothing else? And anybody else, feel free to jump in. I think Allen is always a great place to
4: go because there's so much there. I've gone there a handful of times this semester. I don't know if there's one one spot because a lot of people who are interested in going out also want to explore new things, which is the fun part. As a Buffalonian, I'm pretty well aware of a lot of places, but then a lot of the people who are not from Buffalo are interested in exploring more of the city. And there's just so much that Buffalo has to offer in terms of food and, and other areas to visit. So we definitely hit around a lot of the spots. So I was, I wouldn't say there's, there's one spot, at least at the NBA, the first years have really called their own yet, but.
1: If we were to, if we were to sort of uh, uh, ask favorite food location. Do we have time for a question for like this, Aaron, where, where we ask everybody just to tell us like one favorite food location?
5: Yeah, absolutely. Let's do and then,
1: it. Have to narrow it down. Uh, I saw Catherine roll her eyes. She's like, no, I can't, I can't do that. I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> I'll make- tag in
5: 1st don't mind.
1: Okay. Go ahead, Tyler.
5: So a favorite spot of mine uh, with my MBA, uh, both in the consulting group and also other friends, there's a local bar down the road called Elmo's. Uh, It's probably about two minutes away from North campus. And that is one of my favorite chicken wing spots in Buffalo. Uh, They also have beer, believe it or not. And (laughs) so when you go there, you get the medium chicken wings, the Buffalo wings, right? And then you also get the barbecue Cajun double dip finished on the grill. Trust me, they're incredible. Elmo's is the spot to go. And craft beer there? Yeah, they got craft beer and also uh, blue and blue light, which is a favorite of any Buffalonian as well. So that's my plug for Elmo's.
1: Okay. Catherine, I think you're up next.
3: Oh, no, I have to choose. Um, I think I'll go along the same lines of uh, chicken wings or buffalo wings uh, as Tyler, though I have to say that Duff's is near and dear to my heart. You know, they have several locations. I live in the South Towns, so I go to the Orchard Park one, but the one the original one is right down the street from North Campus, and it's always a good time. I would suggest, though, don't go any higher than medium, unless you like very spicy.
1: (laughs) Unless you want to be crying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Catherine. Um, Let's go to, let's go to Matt and then Severana and then Himani.
4: So as a Buffalonian, I would also recommend Wing Place, but because already two have been said, I'll, uh, I'll switch to Mooney's, which is a, another local bar. They have, in my opinion, the best mac and cheese in Buffalo, about 15 different flavors, everything from beef on whack to lobster. So lots to offer in terms of mac and cheese and always a large serving. So a a tip is never to buy the full mac and cheese because it feeds 12 practically. Um, (laughs) A side is enough to eat by yourself and you'll still won't finish that. So Mooney's
6: Mac is is my plug for today. There we go. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Sivarama. Hey, my favorite uh, food and restaurant is uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. I love that very much. And there is also one restaurant near my house. So it's called Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. So since it is very close to me, I'll be going there most frequently and I love it. So Sivrama, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh,
1: follow up with you um, yeah. being an international student. Um, have you found uh, any place? And if you haven't, that's just completely fine. You can just say, ah, it's, I'm still searching. Um, but if you found a place where you're like, ah, yeah, you can get some pretty good international food
6: too. Yeah. My, you know, uh, the reason is uh, on every weekend, So with, so with some of my MBA classmates, So we will explore different places or or different restaurants. Like we want to explore all the international things, like the American food, you know, the Chinese food, Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Like there isn't like only one favorite place or something like that. But every weekend I used to explore almost, all the buffalo places So
1: you've explored quite a few yeah 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 i know there are several good really good thai restaurants if you're into thai food uh there's a yeah, yeah. so like jasmine i last week i went to jasmine thai it's pretty good Yeah, jasmine thai that's the one i was yeah. thinking. uh there's also a um an indian buffet out on i think it's on delaware avenue i just don't remember the name of it it's not coming to mind but
5: yeah uh, the also- indian
6: buffalo is uh we currently closed and there are some few other indian restaurants Okay. The food will be pretty good. there. All right. Sounds good. Okay.
1: Himani.
2: Okay. So I will plug in Panera because global programs offer Panera. (laughs) Every time you enroll into that program, you get to order a Panera. So I have tried that. And the reason I like it because there there are good vegetarian options as well. So um, you can pick and choose. Uh, And on campus, there are many options. And Mm -hmm. uh, there is one, uh, I think it's called, um, if I'm not uh, getting it wrong, Mm -hmm. uh, at Griner Hall, so I I like the salads there a lot. So these two are my plugins. Other than that, I think for Indian restaurants, I'll plug in two because I like both of them. One is Nallai banana leaf. Uh Um, I uh, love the South Indian uh, that they offer. And then one other one is Hyderabad biryani house. So if you love some biryani and who's connecting from India, that's your place to go.
1: (laughs) Wonderful, thank you. We'll go back to you, Aaron.
0: Yeah, and how fitting. Uh, This is now the second programs uh, meet the ambassadors segment that I've done. And inevitably, the conversation always comes back to food in some capacity. Um, And it's, you know, it's fitting because talking about culture, talking about community, food brings people together. And in Buffalo, in my opinion, I've been to many cities, not just in the US, but all over the world, Buffalo's got some of the best. Um, And there's something for everybody. And, you know, if if you are an international student traveling to Buffalo, um, as you heard, there's a good chance you're going to find something that's going to remind you of home, you know, and, and ease that that fear uh, that, that exists in some cases of, of being, or homesickness, you know, just a little bit. So, but I'll also always encourage you to, to try out some of the, uh, the unique Buffalo cuisines um, that we have just about every stop that you make. Um, I'll plug Grover's. If you haven't been to Grover's, um, it's a little hole in the wall uh, that accepts cash only. So, you know, it's good. And uh, <clears throat> I've been to, I think every wing spot known to man um, and I'll say they have the best sauce, the best wing sauce. Um, and I always get a cup of uh, cheeseburger soup as well. Um, if you're not familiar, do yourself a favor, grab, grab a cup of that. Make sure to add mustard and ketchup. If you're a mustard and ketchup fan next level. Um, so that's, that's my plug there. Uh, but for this segment, that is going to do it. And I want to thank. Uh, not only Professor Mainz, but all of our ambassadors for joining us here today. To the audience, uh, we're glad that you're considering the UB School of Management and the MBA program, uh, but we want to hear from you. We want you to stay connected, and uh, on your screen, you can see a QR code as a, a possible way of doing that. Take out your cell phone, open your camera, wave it over that QR code, it's gonna take you to a laundry list of opportunities to stay connected ranging from one-on-one admissions, advising appointments to recruiting events, uh, explore our social media and our digital library that I mentioned earlier. Uh, point being is if you need anything, if, if you want anything, feel free to reach out. We're always happy to help every step of the way. Uh, we look forward to those future conversations, the potential of welcoming you to the UB School of Management family. Take care and goodbye for now.